Hello, everyone. Hey, guys. Welcome back. So, today we're doing kind of a weird thing. This it's is gonna not that weird. <laughs> I mean, we've been planning this for a very long time. Yeah. We just are lazy and didn't get around to it. Credit goes to my boyfriend, Mark. He made a really great suggestion. So, hey, today's Mark. episode is going to be titled Don't Drink with Strangers because you shouldn't. That should be rule number one. It should be. We should have mentioned it previously. <laughs> Crime and Spirits rule number one don't drink with strangers. Um, we kind of realized that we just jumped in with two feet and just started kind of hit the ground running. It's And most of our listeners are people we know. Hey, guys. Yeah, so we didn't really think about the fact that there is strangers out there listening to us. It's true, because we've been watching the analytics and we've been seeing some of y'all pop up. Yeah. So we thought maybe we'd actually do like a formal little interview, introduce ourselves kind of thingy. Yeah, so this is just going to be a bonus episode. It's not going to take place of anything. We're still, it's going to get released with the Ken and Barbie Part 2 tomorrow. We're recording this Saturday night. Mm -hmm. Um, We're not doing anything fancy as far as drinks go. I found these weird, like, pre-mixed, like, dried fruit and sugar kind of dealies at HomeGoods Mm -hmm. where you just add alcohol. It's true. And so this one, the one we're currently working our way yeah. through is a sangria-based one, and it's actually pretty good yeah. for a pre-mixed sangria. Yeah. It, I am here for it. I'm for like $8. Worth a try. And it came in a cute bottle with a cute little strainer, so you know we're suckers for good packaging. <laughs> yes, exactly. So we are in 100%. <laughs> so this episode is going to be way more conversational. We don't have any sort of like story, no real script. We're just going to kind of talk about ourselves a little bit. And hopefully give you a little bit more insight into ourselves and what we're trying to accomplish. Yeah. So, who the heck are we, right? Right? (laughs) All right, Suze, do you want to start? Yeah, sure. I feel like I always talk too much. So, how about it? So, for my day job, I am a bartender at a corporate restaurant. I have been there for 11 and a half wonderful, glorious years. (laughs) I wish you could see (laughs) the face she's I'm only saying that with a slight bit of sarcasm. It pays the bills. I like waiting on the people. I like talking to people. The pandemic has really... It's true. I like making the drinks, but 2020 rolled around. I... Worked my last night, March 16th, by myself as the only person running one whole restaurant, and I cried the whole entire (laughs) shift because I didn't know what the world would bring, but a lot of people were super kind. Um, I was laid off for two months after that. When I did come back, obviously nothing was the same, and it's still not the same now, but um, it's whatever. I like making cocktails, but we don't have as much creative freedom Right. At my job, as some bars and restaurants do, so this has kind of been my creative outlet, because I do, in addition to the researching part, I also do the drink recipes. Mm -hmm. Brie and Mark have a lot of input with the drinks, but for the most part, I surprise Brie with drinks every week. Yeah, it's, I mean, honestly, (laughs) I mean, honestly, we mentioned it previously, like, this is what we did. This is what we do for our fun hangout times. It's like true. we would get a big old box of wine and or whatever we felt like making. Whatever sounded good, yeah. <laughs> like we get lots of ideas when we go to like wine fest and things like that. So yeah, we just hung out and watched true crime or drug. So <laughs> as you've noticed, those are our things. <laughs> um, I love it. I love all of it. Now we just record it and say a bunch of weird yeah. shit and put it out into the internet for everybody to listen to. <laughs> <laughs> so I am a barista. Uh, very part-time, but it affords me... Starbucks has a lot of great benefits. It has really affordable health insurance, which as adults in America, we have to really be careful Hold about that. Hold on to that, girl. <laughs> and you only have to maintain 20 hours a week 
to qualify for it, which is great for me because I'm obviously doing this podcast, but I also just recently opened an Etsy shop that I'm trying to... This girl has so much on her plate right now. (laughs) So, right. (laughs) And so um, it gives me the flexibility to be able to pursue all those things. I have an amazing boyfriend who has picked up a second job who allows me that allows me to have the financial flexibility to do this also so thanks babe um but yeah so so i don't get to get really creative either with my coffee drinks and um because it's the same way for you it's corporate so Mm -hmm. you do x y and z and then you get yeah we have fun with each other's drinks and things like that my store is so busy like so busy all the time (laughs) for some reason people here in erie pa cannot live without their starbucks which is good you'll always have a job oh yeah but they've been closing locations so Mm -hmm. now all of the pressure is on like three stores yeah our store they used to have or whatever our store is the only starbucks in the city located below 26th street Right. <laughs> so that makes it a everybody little... from the lower west side goes to yeah. that one it's fun i've been doing it for about six years i took a break there for like a year and a half i had to take like a mental health moment <laughs> I ate away from starbucks it got really i used to be a supervisor and when i came back from starbucks to starbucks i decided to just be a barista at that, that point choice. at that point we had already decided like this was going to be a thing it this this podcast was such a idea floating around our brain spheres for it's a while true. we have been discussing it we'd like drink our wine and be like we should really record ourselves <laughs> talking about all this dumb shit that we talk about <laughs> yeah time. and it just i like of, to think we're hilarious i mean some of you same. might also but <laughs> i i also just really was nervous about putting us putting ourselves out there and we got to a point where we we're like you know what just do it. We have a script written. Like Nike swoosh. We have the drink, like, decided. We have the micro... Like, we had all the things, but we just weren't doing it. Hence why we kind of just rushed into things mm-hmm. and was like, hey, we're crime spirits. Come drink and listen to your cry. I think it was very well thought out. It was just sort of we jumped in with both feet and our eyes yeah. closed. Like, let's just get this, get this done. <laughs> which is pretty much how I handle life at this point, which is fine. So... Susan and I have been friends for quite a while now. We met way back when, in 2012, when I started at the restaurant she worked at. I was a server for a while, then server trainer, and then a bartender for, like, five minutes. But we had, like, a circle of friends that were mutual. Mm -hmm. We got along. We liked each other just fine. But it wasn't until, I don't know, like, at least a year in, I would think. Yeah. Her boyfriend at the time went to where did he go again sacramento california for law school that's right Mm -hmm. literally as far away from erie (laughs) as you can get and so sue's well i don't know why i'm the only one telling the story no (laughs) so uh football has always been like my jam football Mm -hmm. sundays leave me be let me drink my beer eat my chips and my cheese and Mm -hmm. crackers and whatnot i we used to go to games every sunday we loved to tailgate so I had nobody to watch football with. And as it turns out, Bree's boyfriend, Mark, is a huge football fan. And Bree was like, I'm kind of intrigued by football also. Yeah, I like it enough that I don't hate it. Right. 
So they had I forget what what service you had, but they I had think the, it was Direct TV at the yeah, time. Yeah, they had the NFL ticket, and Bree mm. was like, you know, why don't you just come over and we'll watch? We'll put your game on, and we'll put Mark's game on, and we have one more TV, so we'll just put one more game on. Yeah, we pulled so, out all of our TVs out of like the bedroom. Really? Because at the time we were living with my brother and my friend Shyla. Hello, and so between the living room and the three of us, there was four TVs. So in many the house. televisions. <laughs> so we oh. had. A, and my brother is actually playing his game, I think, on one of them. That might be true. <laughs> I do have photographic evidence of this. I will have to go back and oh, look for mm-hmm. it because we are going to post like a little retrospective carousel on yeah. Insta of like our memories. But uh, we put all the TVs near each other, put on all the games. We just drank our drinks. We yeah. ate our food. And we literally spent, I think it was like 12, <laughs> 12 hours or 13 hours <laughs> it was. at Bree's house just watching TV, watching football, I should yeah. say, on like four different televisions. Well, we watched The Walking Dead after because that was before things got awful. Well, and when so. they killed Glenn, I'm just telling you, I was done. Yeah. Done in Spoiler and I stopped alert. watching it. <laughs> if well, you haven't seen it. but It's old enough. It's, your, it's on you if you haven't seen it at this point yeah but i basically we stopped watching it after that i mm-hmm. think but yeah we would we would watch football all day and then watch the walking dead yeah. <laughs> and just drink fun drinks and just hang out so that was kind of where it all started and honestly the rest has been history <laughs> like it just started as football sundays and just kind of morphed into a really close bond and she's become one of my very best friends and i don't know what i would do without you <laughs> and uh over the course of time we realized that we're very similar in a lot of ways like we love wine well, obviously <laughs> <laughs> and we love our cats we're both cat moms it's true i just have one and i just took him to the vet and i did not get yelled at but i got a stern warning that he <laughs> could stand to lose a few pounds because apparently 17 pounds is too large for a house cat <laughs> But, and this is another reason we're connected, because Mark is the one that actually found my Mm -hmm. cat, Frank, and he was like, I think I have, because my cat had passed away, I think, three years before that, so I was never ready for a cat, but I always wanted an orange cat, and I was always obsessed with cats with extra toes, polydactyl cats, Mm -hmm. and Mark was like, uh, (laughs) girl, (laughs) we found the perfect cat, he's a big, fat, orange, stripy cat, and he is polydactyl, he's got mitten hands, I love it. On all of them? Mm -hmm. It wasn't even, like, just the one. You got the jackpot. Well, I have a thing with even numbers. I don't know why. He has an extra toe on each foot, so he is symmetrical. (laughs) Not that I would love him any less, but... He is symmetrical. Bree and Mark, however, have seven cats. <laughs> we have five now because we just rescued another one because Mark and I are the kind of people who can't just let animals be in the wild <laughs> when they're not supposed to be in the wild. And we, this last time, we had every intention of taking him to the shelter, but like... Or giving him to me. Who... who mm, I can't... He's so sweet. Francisco would have assaulted him. He would He's twice the size of Casper, mm-hmm. so... Yeah. Caspi's a sweet little Siamese looking. He's little. If you guys like cats also and you want us to post pictures of our cats, let us know. I'm not going to do it without prompting. I mean, I, I don't million. really care. I probably will. <laughs> but <laughs> they're really cute and I really like them. So over the course of our friendship, we've gotten to do like some really cool things. Mm-hmm. Like we got to go see Beyonce a few it's years true. ago. That we was... went to Pittsburgh. It was hot as balls at oh Huntsfield, but that concert was everything. It was so yeah. awesome. And Jermaine Dupree was the DJ like mm-hmm. opening show. Like that was really. It was supposed cool. to be DJ Khaled. DJ I think. Khaled. But I'm actually happy it was Jermaine Dupree because I, I prefer him. That guy. I just he's like Jason Derulo. Why do you have to say your name in every single song? That's 
all it. he does. We know who you are. Okay, it's fine. That beard of his? I can't. Ugh. I can't. Well, he's laughing all the way to the bank because he's I a mean, kazillionaire, but whatever. Honestly. <laughs> so, another thing that bonded us is obviously our love of true crime, and we both kind of have different reasons right. for why we feel connected it's to it. It's true. So, Suze, why don't you tell Mine us? was, so this didn't even come into my memory until I was like, you know, I like true crime, but like, where did it come from? But like, from? why? <laughs> I have a lot of stuff in my life like that. My sister and I collect squirrels that started... Probably 15 years ago at this point. Yeah. Now everybody gets a squirrel stuff. Mm-hmm. Ask me where it came from. I don't know. <laughs> I know, because anytime Mark and I see anything squirrel, I'm like, squirrel, mm-hmm. Suzanne, we yeah. need one. <laughs> My friend's daughter and he are the same exact way. Um, but yeah, so I thought on it a little bit. And what I remember was when my mom was working second shift... Her Aunt Phyllis, so my great aunt, would babysit us. And we would always watch Rescue 911. Mm. Remember all you 80s babies? Right. Ooh, the reenactments <laughs> and stuff. And then Unsolved Mysteries. God, so, I love a good, bad reenact- reenactment. They're, they're my, my favorite. favorite. <laughs> and I think that's why I like Deadly Women so yeah. much now, because it's the reenactments are just, mm. I'm here for it. Like, it's, it's so, so funny. Bad, it's good. Because people will be like, oh, you, like, they'll recommend, especially now, like, anytime, like, anybody I work with is like, oh, I can't wait, like, I love it. they like, I can't wait to talk to Brie about this XYZ. And they'll always recommend me things, and they're like, oh, well, there's, like, reenactments. I don't know how you feel about it. I'm like, please. The, yes. the worse they are, the more I love, I love them. <laughs> like, give it to me. But I would always watch that with her, like, unconsciously just absorbing it all. And then when I got older and I got cable and I lived on my own, I love Snapped. Mm-hmm. Could watch that shit for days. <laughs> In fact, I probably have multiple mm-hmm. times so I just really got into true I, and I'm fascinated by it I'm not like obsessed with it I'm not mm-hmm. like murderers or where it's at you know <laughs> like I don't want it to come across like that but right. like it's just fascinating to think of what people do for no other reason than they just want to do this stuff yeah they do. it's just crazy to me mm-hmm. no I agree I mean my my like love for it if you will came from my grandmother sitting me down and letting me watch a documentary with her about lizzie borden which we're gonna do an episode on her at some point because she is like my true crime introduction i think we're gonna try and wait for the fall because she is like a children's rhyme and a rumor as well honestly like they have a museum in boston Mm -hmm. and i would really like to just save it for a trip to boston if we ever get to that point because i feel like it would be so fun to go to the museum and then record the episode like and morbid is a really great podcast if you guys like us you'll definitely love them because they're kind of who one of the few that we kind of modeled after they're really great they are from boston if i remember correctly and they actually recorded from the Lizzie Borden house. Ah. For, they did a two-parter, so for the first episode, they were actually in the house recording maybe. at night. So maybe if we get big enough by then, we can do that. That'd be Fingers cool. Fingers crossed. Um, but yeah, my grandmother uh, my grandmother was a huge, huge influence on my life. I spent so much time with her while I was growing up. My home life uh, with my parents were a little bit... It was tumultuous. It had its ups and downs, a lot of downs, but it had moments. But my grandmother was everything to me. And uh, we were so, so close. And so she sat me down and she's like, okay, you're going to watch Law and Order with me and you're going to watch this Lizzie Borden documentary with me and we're going to watch all the things. And I just became fascinated kind of like with you, like 
with the mindset behind it. Like, my grandmother, my grandmother was so smart, and she just had such a thirst to learn, and I've definitely got that from her. Right. Because I'm so curious. I need to know how everything works, and that includes serial killers. Right. Like, what is it that made you this way? Did you get made this way? Were you just born this way? Right. What caused all this stuff? Like, it's fast. The human brain is fascinating to me. Well, and it is interesting once you get into the nitty-gritty of, like, some of the diagnoses and stuff mm-hmm. that they come up with for these people. It's just all over the map. Right. Some people are smart. Some people are disorganized. But they still kill. So it's right. like, I don't. <laughs> yeah. So that's kind of where it started for me. And then I also had another influence when I was young. Um, a neighbor of mine, her mom... Uh, who unfortunately is no longer with us, she let me read a book about Shonda Scherer and her murder, which, are you familiar with the story? I don't think so. Oh, we're going to do, we're going to cover that one too. It's a doozy though. Um, anything that has to do with kids, I'm, yeah. I have a hard time with. But she let me read this book when I was way too young to be reading this book because it was about murder and lesbians. So, uh-huh. <laughs> and that was kind of like my first introduction to like what lesbians were also. Oh, so I got really educated during this Real book. Fast, I was like 12 right? or 13. <laughs> and it just kind of solidified everything. So from that moment on, I just took psychology courses and I just continued to try to learn. Yeah. So that's kind of like where it came from for me. And then, of course, as an adult, I love watching these bad reenactments and all the unsolved mysteries and forensic files well, and i'll watch i know criminal minds isn't real but they do base a lot of their cases yeah. in real cases, oh i love so. a good like fictitious law show oh girl i watched some of the early criminal minds and i was like Yee. did you know they took it off of netflix really mm-hmm. that's it's but they do have two seasons of all that nice so <laughs> i have cable because it's like I just, I want to have cable. No, I mean, I'm not judging you. (laughs) But I was thinking the other day, because I was looking for something to just sit and watch and have in the background, and there is a Criminal Minds marathon on a different channel almost every single day of the week. I believe it. Because sometimes it's on Wii, sometimes it's on Oxygen. This was on a channel I don't even, I didn't even know I had until I clicked on it. That's really funny. And I was like, oh, surprise. That's really, really funny. So that's kind of where it came from and led us to this point where we were like, you know what? Like, let's just do it. Let's just record it. What really, what really kind of made me move forward, because another thing you guys probably don't know is that I am super anxious and I have bad depression and I actually am super introverted <laughs> in a lot of ways. So the fact that I even do this in the first place is fucking phenomenal to me. Because <laughs> we like to call ourselves, what, extroverted introverts? Yep. Because mm-hmm. it's like when my social battery is empty, just get away from me. Right, absolutely. This to me is just hanging out with my friend Bree and my friends listening, but they're not present, so right. I feel like we can just <laughs> have a normal conversation yeah there's like no pressure to Mm -hmm. it really so but that was a big part of the reason why I think it took us so long to really just just I also have anxious tendencies Mm -hmm. so (laughs) and that's another thing too like Sue's our friendship is just so comfortable Mm -hmm. and that we are very open with each other and very honest with each other and that's what makes us work 
I actually think it's gotten better with the podcast because yeah. we were just discussing today we need to go with our creative instincts mm-hmm. and stop second guessing ourselves. Yeah. Because I had a drink in mind for our next case, but I was trying to force it and I didn't like it. And I <laughs> just didn't like it. So I just came up with a different thing. Yeah. It's been really fun. When I was in school, I really enjoyed writing, but depression's a bitch and it takes everything you love away from you. <laughs> and, um, it's been really fun getting to just I think in a way to be like yeah these stories are already told in a lot of ways but like I really do my best to tell the story from like our point of view like how we you know would talk and just speak and how it works in our brains because I think in weird brain patterns and all that kind of stuff so it's been really fun to like flex all that and I've never felt more creative than I have recently. Yeah. The pandemic really showed me a lot about myself as a person, about what I was willing and no longer willing to tolerate. And in the last few years, I have been putting in boundaries. I have been doing some self-improvement. Crushing it. And I feel like I've really grown a lot as a person in the last few years. And this just feels right. Like, who knows? I mean, I don't know. There could be four people out there listening, but I'm grateful for them. And, well, we actually, we know that's not entirely Well, (laughs) yeah, we do have, with our little app thing that we record through, we can check all the analytics. Mm -hmm. So it shows us countries and what your age is, your age range. (laughs) Only only if you listen through Spotify. (laughs) But just in general terms, at least, it'll give us some idea. Like an estimated audience and like all that kind of stuff. Which, speaking of, you guys, we're going to take a moment to just kind of talk about the podcast itself and not so much us. So our whole deal and our goal with podcasting is to bring you cases that we feel like personally affected by or like connected to or we just feel is a story that needs to be told. Like and but we wanted to add a little extra like flair to it, which is where Suze's expertise comes in. Because I'm not going to lie. Usually when we're talking about stuff that's really uncomfortable, like, you know, murder and and the R word and, like, stabbings and shootings and people killing their pregnant wives, maybe, and, you know, (laughs) like, all that stuff, it helps for us, personally, to have a beverage to take the edge off. Mm -hmm. So we're not making the cocktails in, like, a ha-ha-ha, aren't they funny kind of way. We're making it in a way like we're going to help you get through what we're going to talk about because we also needed it to get through what we're talking about. Yeah. Because it can be a lot. There are times I have to shut my laptop and just walk away because it's just too much to like Mm -hmm. input into my brain at that time. It's just overloaded. I refuse to do any work for this podcast outside of my office because like I don't want to bring that into the rest of the house kind of thing it helps me it does help me get in the mindset of like okay when I go into my office I have to do work and that is work it's fun work I enjoy it but still work it's like clocking in it's still a job so what we hope to accomplish with this podcast obviously long-term girl goals like would we love to get to a point where this is our jobs? Like, Hell fuck yeah. Yes. <laughs> like, fuck yeah. Who doesn't? Like, who's doing a podcast that doesn't want to ultimately be able to be supported by said podcast? Right. If you get enough people to like you enough to want to listen to you, like, if that... We today hit a milestone of over 400 listens of our episodes, and we have an estimated audience between, like, 15 and 20 each week, and that is just, like, I'm so grateful and so humbled by, because... 
holy shit. Right. <laughs> like, at least 15 people want to listen to us. Right? Just, like, shoot the shit and just kind of hang out. And and I will say, we have sort of figured out the microphone yes. sound issues. <laughs> so we're hoping that we'll sound better going forward. I don't think we, like, made your ears bleed before, but, like, mm-hmm. it definitely there sounds some, better. It sounded like I was down the hall and around the corner. And, I, and you were, like, screaming the into the microphone. While I was yelling. Yes. I don't know. <laughs> We think we figured it out. We had two microphones. We thought that that would be better, more professional, all the things. But well, turns out just the one. Yeah, we, we think, think one was pulling from the other one, so therefore yeah. Brie was quiet and I was loud. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> I just have like a softer tone, I think, to my voice that I just kind of like, I don't know, more quiet. Is is that extra? I have a deeper. I have a deeper register. I think mm-hmm. we'll go with that. Sounds right. I'm here for it. <laughs> I just made that up right now. <laughs> I'm here for it. So yeah, so like obviously this is something that we enjoy doing and we want to we want to try to educate, not educate. That's that's a weird word. I don't like that. We want to just bring some things to light inform. that might other people. Yeah, that's a better way to put it. You. I haven't eaten much today, so my wine's already kicking Woo! in, guys. <laughs> I reorganized my office and it took me 5 hours and but so But it looks beautiful <laughs> and spacious in here, so I'm loving it. And if anybody has like organizational needs, honestly, the dollar store's game has stepped the fuck up. They have this like pegboard system now. I did see that. It's fucking cool. I'm pretty excited about it. It's cheaper than regular pegboard. If I had stuff to hang on the wall, I'd be all about it. But yeah, so we just kind of wanted to put it out there that we, you know, definitely try to be as respectful as we can while telling these stories. And the cocktail part is giving Suze the chance to, like, do something that she really enjoys, she has a passion for. You're very creative. You make really fucking good (laughs) drinks. And we wanted to set ourselves apart a little bit because the true crime podcast, there's something, there's room for everybody, but it's saturated. It's true. And mixology is something that people really enjoy learning about and it can be very intimidating well and i try for the most part with my cocktails to make them things everyone can make you can go to the liquor store or wherever you buy your stuff get what you need and make it at home without a lot of complicated unnecessary stuff i'm not lighting your drinks on fire we're not putting egg whites in our drinks because that to me is I, i mean I get it if you're a fancy cocktail bartender. Good, good. Yeah. Good, good, good. I love watching, like, the videos and things like Me that. Me too, because I watch the tipsy bartender all the time. Mm-hmm. I love his videos, but mm-hmm. that shit is bananas. I would never drink a giant Jolly Rancher lava cocktail. It seems like I mean, I would, but if somebody else made it, definitely. <laughs> right. But it's just... We, again, just want to say we're trying to be respectful because we have had some comments. Well, well we, we had, to. yeah, but nothing still, too crazy. Not like you're a bunch of assholes, but like that we were being disrespectful and I would never want anybody to feel that way. Mm-hmm. And I think the cocktail element, at the end of the day, not everybody's going to like us. Oh, for sure. We know this. I know I am not everyone's cup of tea. <laughs> I have a very... You either really enjoy me or you really dislike me as a personality. And that's fine. I'm a lot. I get it. <laughs> I I think you're over overstating it, eh, definitely. Maybe. I enjoy myself. Like don't if like, they don't like it, fuck them. No, that's that's exactly it. Like I I'm not mad about it. My circle has gotten very small, but I'm very happy with it. I'm cool. I just we just want to inform people about true crime. We want to teach you a little bit about cocktail making and random other knowledge that I have in my brain about drinks and stuff like that. Yeah. 
And this little this little ditty was basically just to kind of give you we wanted to kind of explain what our deal is because it is a little different. It can be a little bit jarring if you're expecting straight up true crime right. and all of a sudden somebody's spitting a drink recipe out at you, right. like shaking cocktails. Yeah, and yeah. Okay. So we just kind of wanted to take some time, just kind of run through our backgrounds a little bit, give you a sense of who we are. But I mean. At the end of the day, we really just want to thank you guys for taking the time to listen to us. Um, Oh, we want to give you a heads up. We, another milestone we reached. So we use the platform Anchor to publish our podcast. It is owned by Spotify, hence why we're on Spotify. Um, They do this thing, which is your first step to monetization. They do a thing called ambassador ads. So we unlocked them Ooh. so whatever metric we had to hit yeah i have no idea how it all works but yeah we are there yeah so we actually before we recorded this recorded our first ad oh, that's and so exciting yeah it's just the one nothing crazy it's just going to tell you a brief like minute of just you know kind of a little bit about anchor what we do and honestly if it wasn't for somebody else getting the chance to do an ambassador ad i never would have known about this platform which is Honestly, what made me want to do this, because they made it really easy. It really is kind of idiot-proof. Yeah, honestly. (laughs) You download the Audacity, which is free, to record. You plug in your microphone. You upload it to Anchor. You call it a day. (laughs) Literally, that's all there is to it. So we just wanted to give you a little heads up on that. and The app will be appearing... This, this yeah. week, right? As long as we can figure it out. Yeah. <laughs> we've, we've had some challenges there. <laughs> we're not exactly technologically inclined around here. Yeah, we're, <laughs> we're old guys. <laughs> we are. Um, also, we are going to start doing reels and like little like little short videos of Sue's making the drinks and like maybe us just kind of like dicking around at times we're gonna try to get better at being uh more social like socially present on social media (laughs) yeah Yeah. again we're old and we got to a point where these last couple years and even before the pandemic like politically they, they were rough for us right and um we're not trying to get like politically engaged with the podcast but we're definitely going to have moments where we talk about how we feel and we will be unapologetic in those moments. It is our podcast (laughs) so we are going to say how we feel. Right but it's just so you're aware we're not going to like we're not going to make this a politics Mm -hmm. kind of thing um but the last few years have been kind of rough for us and this has been a really great outlet and has given us something to focus and kind of like re- Give us like a tr- something to work towards. Right. We were both were kind of feeling. I don't know. I can't speak for myself, but like I felt stuck. Right. Felt like I was in a rut. Had no idea what my purpose was. I was in my, you know, I hit thirty, and I was like, "What the fuck am I doing with myself?" <laughs> and that was a few years ago at this point, but still. Um. So we're gonna try to like do better. <laughs> we're working on it. My it's friend. all a work in progress. Yeah. This is all new to us. And again, if you have suggestions, comments, concerns, yeah, please feel to re- feel free to reach out. We have had several people mm-hmm. already give us some very helpful hints and suggestions. Yes. So we appreciate you it's all. It's very helpful because honestly, how are we supposed to know what we're doing wrong if nobody tells us? Exactly. So please keep them coming. Um, I'm trying to think if there's anything else. I think that's mostly it. I think we got all of that. Yeah. So, 
we'll run through our social medias. Yep. You guys can find us on Instagram and Twitter at crime. Nope. Instagram and Facebook are the same. Why do I think that Twitter and Instagram is the same every time? I think that I have this down enough that I don't have to write it down for I myself. Know, but and then I'm like, no, I we screw it every write time. It down. Um, Instagram, Facebook, at Crime and Spirits Pod. Um, you can probably look to Instagram for the reels. Mm-hmm. I will most likely also link them on Facebook, but that's probably going to be our main focus for right now as far as videos go. Right. We don't know how to use the TikTok. So, <laughs> <laughs> my friend Sarah who is a recent graduate in uh, marketing, is going to come over and help us, literally after this, (laughs) and help us kind of get a good strategy going. In the meantime, we can also be found on Twitter, at Crime Spirits Pod. I can't say it enough. Thank you guys so much for listening. We appreciate you. We really, really do, and we love you, and I hope that you have a wonderful and safe Fourth of July weekend, most important. Keep them fingers all on your hands. Yes, no blowing <clears throat> off fingers, toes, or any other appendages, <laughs> limbs. And yeah, we will see you guys next time. Yep, sit tight, y'all. We'll be back soon. Bye. Bye.